Hi, and welcome to the Rags to Riches show with myself, Terry Blackburn. Now, this year, I've decided to do a lot of solo pods. I had loads of feedback about the goal setting session and a couple of the other ones that I've done recently. So I'm going to share my knowledge, my expertise and my advice on some short solo pods. I'm going to try and release one every week for the whole year. So hopefully it really helps you. Hopefully you learn something and then you're going to apply it to your own business and your own property business and property career. And it really, really helps. So this episode is about um, how I find volume of deals on the open market. So on Rightmove, Zoopla and on the market. Now, I think the first thing that you need to just get into your head is there is deals out there. Now, there's a lot of people online. Majority of them are full of shit. And majority of them don't have many properties. Um, they're saying that the market's too busy. There's no deals online. You've got to do direct to vendor campaigns and blah, blah, blah. In my opinion, that's absolute nonsense. Yes, you can find deals by going direct to vendor. But I found 13 last year, all on the market. Not one of them was a quirky method. They were all available for everybody to see. Quite a lot of them were full money in, full money out deals. So they are there. We're now on the 9th of January. I've got two offers outstanding and I've already secured a plot of land. So that's nine days into the year. The deals are out there, right? So the first thing you need to do is get your head around that. Don't believe the shit that you hear online. There is deals out there and on the market, on Rightmove, on Zoopla and on, on the market and various other channels and platforms online. So they are out there. The second thing you need to be aware of is there is no substitute for hard work. You have to put the graft in on right move. Me personally, I normally do at least at least half an hour a day or an hour every other day. So if I don't do something, if I don't do anything on there on Monday, I'll do and I'll make up, I'll do like an hour on the Tuesday. So I'm averaging two to three hours per week, every week. Not letting myself off, some more, some less, but majority of the time it's that or more on right move because. You've got to just sift through. You've got to be there if something new comes on. You, you've got to just be on there, constantly looking for opportunities. Um, I mean, you can go on right move and look, and then you can you can look in a certain way that I feel helps me identify more opportunities. First of all, you do have to have a bit of an eye for it, but it just comes with time and experience. I feel, you know, by looking, scrolling through the, the main picture that they have, and the list of properties, sometimes a flowery carpet or something catches your eye. Um, also, like I think with time and experience doing this, you know, I've done this quite a long time now. You do kind of, if I'm scrolling through Newcastle upon Tyne, I see, I don't know, Fenham, for example, and know the price in that area. So if I see one that's priced low, it grabs me attention straight away. You might not be at that level yet, but it will come with time. So by knowing your area and knowing your pricing and knowing what to look for, what rents well, you know, what where the good locations are, that will definitely help when you're just scrolling through. A couple of little tips. Um, I personally, um, I sift through the properties in a few different ways. Now, there's no right and wrong way to do this. This is just what I do. It definitely works for me because I'm finding volume of properties. So first of all, I'll t I won't type in Newcastle upon Tyne because that's too much of a broad area. So if you're from London, typing in London, central London or North London, that that's too broad. It's too much of a big area. The radius is too big. So as I'll put specific areas in and put within zero miles. So I'll be quite specific on that search bar along the top 
for example, Fenham, we'll just use that as an example. I've only got one property in Fenham, by the way. I'm not saying that's a hot spot. So um, Fenham, within zero miles, I'll then do the number of bedrooms that I want. If it's a buy and a let, I'll generally look for three or more. If it's a HMO or it's potential for a HMO, it needs to be three or four or more generally because you want to look for opportunities to add space and add rooms. Um, but you can even, you know, if you if you want a big property, you can go six bedrooms or seven bedrooms or eight bedrooms or more because you can put a minimum, can't you? So that will then instantly knock out all the crap so you're not wasting your time looking at properties that don't match your criteria. You can then filter from terrace houses, you know, detached, semi-detached, etc. You know, generally, for me anyway, bartlets, HMOs, as well as service accommodation, they're not normally detached. So it's normally a semi or, or a terrace. Um, service accommodation, Airbnb is obviously different. But, you know, if you're looking at HMOs and, and bartlets, generally just semis and terraces. So that narrows down your search a little bit more. Um I always tick this include subject so um, subject to contract that included the STC just because you never know if I see a property that still meets the criteria and it's got that little um, little logo beside it saying STC I still bring the agent because sometimes those have already fell through sometimes the potential buyers messing around dragging the heels the vendor might just be getting sick of the the current guy and, and they've told the agent this you ring at the right time bang you're in there. Um, so I would, I would just to recap on that point, I would source quite specific and I would do that for maybe five or six of the main areas where I invest. And then I would always do a blanket one where let's say I'd be really specific on the property type, but I open up the area. So for example, if you really want HMOs in Fenham, you know, you could do five beds or more you know, within 150 grand or, a, or under 200 grand, whatever your criteria, it's different per, per location, obviously. The number of bedrooms, the price range, um, the type of property, but then if it was Fenham, you'd be specific, but then you could also just put within 10 miles because you've still got those filters on the property type, the property size and the value, but you're opening it up. Sometimes agents advertise them wrong. Sometimes it'll say Fenham and it's not, it's Westerhope or it's West End. No, you know, the, the area in your in your location, you've all probably seen them if you've been doing this long enough. Agents advertise things wrong, um, which leads on to a good point. Actually, you know, don't, don't necessarily take what the agent said as gospel. Sometimes they'll say it's this many bedrooms or it's got potential for this and it's completely wrong. You know, I've seen it where they've advertised it as a two bed and it's a four bed. I've, I've seen it where they've, they've priced it like 50 grand too, too low, too high. I've seen all sorts of crazy. I've seen them do horrific pictures when the property's really nice. So just by not looking at everything that the agent says and just being aware that that is not really always going to be the case. Things like purchase price, some people might scroll down past a, a property and think, oh, that's a great property. That would be a great HMO. It's in a great location, but it's expensive. Don't take much notice on what that price is on for, you know, what that property is advertised for, because not slagging estate agents yet. Um, but half the time, that list and price is, is a pile of shit anyway. So, you know, I would just, if it, if it meets your criteria and it looks good, pick up the phone. I don't know about, you know, I've certainly spoke to some people who are like this. They're scared to pick up the phone. They're scared to speak to an agent. 
which is just crazy. You've got to make them agents your best mates. Uh, you know, a lot of the deals I find, you know, it was 13 last year. There was, was eight the year before. The year before that was about 16. You, you know, I find a lot of properties every single year. 2019, I sourced about 40 properties on top of buying 16. So, you know, I know how to find deals and I know how to find them in volume. And a lot of them now and the past few years have been brought to me. So that's by something that's already on the market. An agent knows I'm legit. They know that what I do, they know that I can complete on stuff quickly. They know that I don't mess around. You know, they bring them to me and they bring them to other people as well at the same time. But the more you do this and the more you speak to agents, you get pushed to the forefront of their mind. And that's really important because you could just ring them on a Monday morning and someone could ring on the Monday afternoon with a property that exactly what you've just told the woman that you, you're looking for, you're going to be the first person at the ring. Even if, you know, even if they know me or if they know someone who does more than me, if you ring them on that day, there's a strong chance they're going to ring you back because they've just spoke to you. So you've got to make agents your best mate, but you, you get to that level by constantly ringing them. And, and this isn't an exaggeration. At the start, I was ringing every estate agent in my local area at least once every two weeks. The majority of the time was once a week. Like, so there's no way around this. And I, and I don't know if you're listening to this thinking, well, I've viewed loads of properties and I never get the offers accepted or the estate agents never ring me or whatever, right? It doesn't happen overnight. You have to consistently go to work and do the boring, mundane things consistently. You've got to be consistent with your consistency as well because you could be consistent for a month and then not do anything again and think, oh, it doesn't work. You know, I, I can't find the deals that Terry does or, or these other guys do. Yeah, because you just haven't done it long enough. You haven't kept going. I'm still ringing agents now. I still view properties every single week. You know, it's a Sunday right now as I'm recording this and I've got six viewings this week. And I've already had one accepted this year in nine days. And I've got two offers, which I think at least one will go through. One, I'm, I i don't know if I'll get it because I've, I've low-balled the vendor. But, but, but who knows, right? If you're not on the pitch, you ain't going to score the goal. You've got to get on the pitch. So you've got to get your offer there, haven't you? Simple as that. So just to recap on those points, you've got to put the time in. You've got to be on right move relentlessly every week. Every single week. And it's most days, to be quite honest. But sometimes if I run other businesses, as you know, I do a lot of other things. Sometimes I just physically do not have time. So what I'll do is I'll make up for it on a day where I do have time. But every single week I will be active. Every single week I will be speaking to multiple estate agents. Every single week I will be inquiring about um, properties. If you work full time, you can do this in the mornings, in the evenings, on your lunchtime, on your break time. There is no excuses. If you want to be a property investor, you have to go to work and act like a property investor. Simple as that. Nobody's going to give you five below market value BRR properties this year. You have to go and find them. That's the honest truth about it. You have to. I'm still doing it. I don't use sourcing agents. My personal opinion is majority of them are full of shit. Um, and majority of them haven't got many properties. And majority of them don't know what they're doing. And they'll send you pretty much anything. Um. So there's obviously some legit people out there and there's some people who are decent. Um, try and find them and try and do it yourself with my, my, my advice. Get good with using those filters on the top. So I personally do specific searches on 
the types of properties that I'm looking for in multiple areas and then do really specific property types within a, a price range and then open up the radius and look further afield because sometimes they get it a bit wrong. Try and have a bit of a trained eye on what to look for when you're scrolling down those properties. If you're new to it, look at every, the pictures on every property and make a list or some sort of spreadsheet of the ones that you think, right, they're good, they're good. I like that one. On right move, if you if you um, register with them, you can heart them or favorite them or love them or whatever it's called. Click the little heart button. You save them in your, your favorites. And then you can, I just identify as many as I can. Then I do all of my calls at once. And then I bash out all the calls. And that leads on to another point. So when you actually speak to the estate agents, right? Yes, you've got to make them your best friend. You've got to be um, nice to them. <laughs> you know, I'm in sales. You've got to be a salesperson. You've got to have a good tone of voice. You know, if you ring them up and you're like this and you're all monotone and hi, I am inquiring about this property. Like they're not going to respond to you, right? Get you to get a good tone of voice. If you don't have one, practice up and down with your tone of voice. Enthusiastic. Oh, hi, is that such and such a state agent? Hi, my name's Terry. I'm a property investor in the local area. I've seen your property on such and such a street for £100,000. Is that still available? They're going to want to talk to me more than someone who's monotone. Just by speaking in a nice, clear tone of voice, you sound happy, you sound chirpy, you, you don't sound like you're a grumpy old man or an old woman, okay? Nice tone of voice. Ask some good questions, right? Don't rush your conversations with these estate agents because if you just say, oh, is it still on? Yeah, or what's the vendor going to take? Is he going to do a bit of a deal? You've got no chance, right? You need to be speaking to the agent and saying things like, oh, hi, yeah. Um, you know, how long has the property been, been on for out of interest? It's a lovely property, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it is. How long has it been on for? Six months. Oh, really? So why, how, why has it been on for six months? Is there any reason? What do you think of the property? You can ask things like, what's the vendor like? So what, what's the reason that they're selling? Are they, uh, do they live there at the moment? Or is it is it an investment? Are they, are they wanting a quick sale? What, what's, what's the reason why they're selling? If it hasn't sold for a while, you can just ask them, why do you think it's not sold? Do you think it's a bit pricey? What do you think it's actually worth? You know, if you get really friendly with them, I say things, I'm quite cheeky. I say things like, so, so what's what's the lowest they're going to take though? Because like that's priced wrong, you know, 100 grand for that. You know, I've seen them sell in the street for 80. Like that's not worth 100, you know. what Realistically, what do you think you'll take? Depending on how good you are at building rapport and how well you know these people, it depends on how you can speak to them. Don't get us wrong, I still speak to some of them and they don't like me because they think I'm either cheeky or they think, who's this young lad, you know, um, doing all this property stuff. You know, sometimes you just, they're just having a bad day as well. Sometimes you catch them on a bad day. Um, there can be so many things that happen, but as long as you're consistent with the consistency and you speak to them nicely, you've got a good tone of voice, you ask them good questions, you sound legit and you act legit, then, you know, you're more likely to get you know, because you've got to remember these people, right? If you go and view that property and you then make an offer, you know, that person's got to relay that offer to the vendor in a lot of cases. So if they don't like you and they think you're a bit of a knobhead, then they might not relay it very well. So it can't be the difference between getting the deal or not. Butter up them estate agents. If an, if an estate agent does a really good job for you, right? Go and, send, go and give them some flowers, go and give them some chocolates, go and give them a bottle of champagne. You know, because there is some really good agents out there. And then what's going to happen if you do that? They're going to remember you 
and they're going to keep you on the database and they're going to think, you know what, I'll send him another property. I'll send her another property. So make sure just when you're speaking to agent first, agents, first of all, you're not scared to pick up the phone. Second of all, just make sure you're speaking to them nicely and legit. Um, and yeah, and, and, and just make sure make that phone your best friend. Loads of people hide behind emails and they hide behind text messages and WhatsApps these days. They're scared to pick up the bloody, the bloody phone. So don't be one of them people. You'll get more deals done by picking up the bloody phone, right? So, um, so yeah, um, another key point of, of just recapping on what we talked about, make sure you tick the STC button on right move, which is the sold subject to contract. Um, so that means an offer's been accepted and it's going through a sale with somebody else. Now, if it's property that I see on there has that little logo on there, the STC, and meets the criteria, I'll still ring the agent and I'll ask some questions because you just never, ever know. Um, what else is there? Um, you can set right move alerts as well. So um, if you haven't already done this, a lot of people have, you can set multiple alerts. So basically what, what you can do is you can set parameters. So location, radius, number of bedrooms, price range, type of property, et cetera. Um, you can set those parameters and then have right move and Zoopla and on the market is my understanding. I don't actually have, I haven't done this for on the market, but I've got them for right move and Zoopla. Um, I've got them, they, they, they then email you properties as soon as they come on um, that meet your criteria. Speed is massively important in property. Now, I can think of at least four of the deals last year. I was the first to view and the first to offer, then I secured it, right? Actually, the, this plot of land that I've secured this year, first I was the first viewing, I offered there and then. I got it, I got it agreed the day after. Right. Um, hotel that I bought last year, nine bed, nine bed hotel, nine bed guest house. Exactly the same. The vendor wobbled a little bit because they thought, what happens if I get more? But I made them a legit offer. I said, here's proof of funds. I can compete within 56 days if you accept it right now. Speed is really important. So make sure you've got your alerts. Make sure that as soon as something comes on the market, if it meets your criteria, you don't say, I'll ring it tomorrow, I'll ring it next week. You ring it straight away, right? You ring it straight away because um, you can't intercept other investors before they're even onto it. So speed really, really does matter um, with property. <laughs> There's a couple of jokes there to do with other things but speed does matter with property um so yeah there's that there's yeah there's the alerts there's actually well, another little tip i'm just freestyling this by the way i haven't got any notes i'm just thinking out loud um so another little tip with it when you filter in you can filter by how long it's been on the market so um there's a little i think it's a sort button or a filter button towards the top where you can put properties that have been on that are the most recent. So normally on most days you'll go on and, and there'll be a property that was added today. Normally says that, doesn't it? Um, but you can also reverse that and do the longest ago listed. So basically ones that have been on the market for yonks. Sometimes there's ones that have been on there for like a year, but in this current climate, even six months is pretty mad for something to be on the market. But let's see if you do it that way. And then you, you see some properties that have been on for a while you know, those might be the ones where you've got an opportunity to get a below market value or you've got an opportunity to do something creative with it. If the vendors had it sitting in the market for 
six months, he's probably a bit sick. He's probably wondering why hasn't it this sold? Is it price wrong? Am I happy with the agent? Blah, blah, blah. Um, they might just take a deal. So there's other little things you can do like that by looking at the longest, the, the, the one that was listed longest ago. And you can try and be a little bit cheeky with your offer on those ones. But um, to summarise all of those points in, in a nutshell is get yourselves on right move. Nobody's going to give you the deals. You have to find the deals. Be consistent with your consistency. Daily right move activity is, in my opinion, the only way you'll do this. Like, it is. Pick up the phone. Don't be scared. Um, listen back to this if you're driving, if you haven't, you know, if, if you need to make some notes. Um, but starting today, not tomorrow, starting today, get on right move and do something with your day and find some properties. Because um, if you really, really want this, you'll do this, right? If it's important to you, if it's important enough to you, you'll find the, you'll find a way. If it's not that important to you, or you're lazy, or you're a bit scared, or you're just a bit of a whim, right? You'll find an excuse why you can't find deals. There is deals out there. So stop blagging yourself and lying to yourself, saying that there's not. I'm finding loads. I'm going for 20 properties this year. 20 properties at least in one year. I've done 13 last year. And I bet you at least 18 or 19, 19 of those are on the market, if not all of them, right? So if I can do it, you can do it too. I am no different to you. I've just done this longer and I just do it all the time. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope it's inspired you. I hope you've got some action points. And you know what I always say, don't just take notes. So you have to take action. You have to go and do something. Make sure happen. Do something. Move one step closer to where you want to be. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it. Please share it on Facebook, Instagram, tag your friends, do whatever. I'd love some feedback. And I really hope I've helped you. So thanks a lot. I'm back to do some more work. It's currently quarter past eight on a Sunday evening, but I'm working my arse off because I've got shit to do. So thank you very much. Have a fantastic night.